You get what you believe. Simple as that. It's just how life works. Don't believe you can do a thing? You won't. Believe you can be, do, or have something? You'll make it happen. So, knowing that belief is the edge, the real thing that makes the difference between you manifesting your desires with ease and feeling like you're on the struggle bus and never quite making it happen, how do you work on that belief? Answer, by knowing where on the belief scale you currently sit. This is where the scale of belief comes in. Ah, <laughs> cue angels singing. It's a tool I created to support clients in getting what they desire because, hi, that happens to be my job. And on today's show, I'm sharing this powerful tool with you, my love. So without further ado, let's dive into the scale of belief and how you can use it to manifest with more ease and speed. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us. One in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle and sacrifice, you, <laughs> And instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, tis I, Corey Javid from CoreyJavid.com and also now from Corey Lives the Dream Life. The cat is out of the bag. Have you checked it out? Don't know, we're doing a bit of a whisper launch on that right now, so maybe you haven't seen that I have a YouTube channel. It's very exciting to me. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about it more next week. But yes, that's there. Go and have a look if you want. I'm really excited for today's episode because we are getting into the scale of belief. This is such a useful tool and just for several reasons. And I haven't been able to fit this episode into our schedule yet. And so I'm so, so excited to share this with you today because I think having this tool and knowing it's so simple and so effective, and I think it's going to really change your manifestation game. So I'm really, I just can't wait to share it with you. But what is going on over here? Well, I mean, check out the YouTube channel to find out. Um, but as I'm recording this in real time, it's interesting, actually. I will be real. We've had a little bit of a, mm, it feels like, I don't want to say a setback because I don't really believe that. I feel like we're on the path. Let's say a twist, turn, or diversion that I wasn't expecting. And yeah, it's been a kind of like, yeah, kind of weird energetic week that way. I just want to be real about these things. You know, this is the thing with pursuing your dreams. Sometimes it doesn't go exactly as you were expecting in the moment, but there is always a bigger, grander plan at play. I've learned this. I've learned it well. And I always think back to the time when I was made redundant from my job and it felt like such a blow. It felt like the rug was pulled from under me 
And it turned out to be one of the best things to ever happen to me because I wouldn't be here now doing this. I wouldn't be working with women I love, obsessed with my life had that not happened. So a bit of a twist in, in the old unfolding of things this week. And I'm kind of waiting to see like, what the universe really is up to here, because I think it's got to—it's got to be something kind of interesting. <laughs> so anyway, enough of the cryptic updates. I just want to shout out to one of my clients because oh, this is why I do this, and I want to share this with you because I want to kind of like make this invitation to you to experience this same thing. I don't actually mean working with me, but also that if you want to, we can get to that in a minute. But what I mean is this: so. On the podcast, I'm quite vocal about the fact, and I and I think I said it specifically in a in an episode recently, that I'm obsessed with my life. Now, does this mean that there aren't tough days? Like I said, yeah, this week was tough. I spent Tuesday afternoon crying, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> you know, there there are challenges, there are struggles, there are tough times sometimes. But overall, I'm so content and I freaking love my life. And I feel all the more grateful for it and for the fact that I can be in a place where I've done the inner work because it requires inner work to be in a place where you love your life. It does not require circumstances as much as we think it does. It requires inner work. I've done that to get to this place where I get to actually freaking enjoy my life daily and feel like, oh my God, it's so cool. And I think part of that is because I used to live in a complete opposite (laughs) of that, right? I used to live in this feeling of lack and insecurity and doubt and victimhood and I mean all of the things it wasn't cute anyway so I feel super grateful for that I'm vocal about it because I I want more women to be obsessed with their lives so I'm not vocal about it to be kind of obnoxious in the way of like "Mm, how great is my life (laughs) because life gets to be great and I want your life to be great too so anyway shout out to this client she had heard me say something to that effect on the podcast at some point and she was out the other day for a run she had a run just before our call and she said that she just had that moment of just like oh yes and there were so many things that she was grateful for in that moment and she was like oh my goodness I just freaking love my life and yes she's got some challenges of her own happening right now but she was still able to access that feeling of just taking a minute pausing for a second and looking around her and marveling at oh my god my life is epic and I just felt so happy so grateful that she'd been able to make that shift because I don't take that lightly. That is a huge when. I know that so many people out there, and maybe you're amongst them and that's okay if that's where you're at. I've been there. So many people are just getting through it, just going through the motions or just kind of disconnected from their life or waiting until, waiting till the other side of something to finally feel joy and contentment and peace and happiness and love and abundance, whatever it is in the moment. And we can waste and fritter our lives that way. So I feel just kind of evangelical about helping women in this way. And like, yeah, I'm a coach because I love helping you have more time and make more money. You know, that's my jam and my specialism. But really, my motivation is because I want you to love your life. I want you to be obsessed with it. I had a call with somebody who's joining the mastermind in September earlier this week. And she said, I just want to be living, not peddling. And I thought, yes, I said, I'm totally stealing that and bringing it to the podcast. So shout out to you, you know who you are. (laughs) Um, And thank you. Because I was like, that's it. That's it. I want you to just love your life and be living it, living it right now, not waiting. Anyway, so shout out to, to that client and that also that new client coming in. And also the reason I shared it is because I want you to know that's possible for you. I want you to just take that 
and place that feeling in your heart and know I get to have that too. And maybe today, maybe today you get to look around yourself and go, actually, this is pretty freaking cool what I've created thus far. Yes, you get to create even more. Yes, you get to love your life even more. But what can you like love today? What can you be obsessed with today? Okay, I've gone off track, but (laughs) let's get back on it. But actually, while we're talking about this, if you want to work with somebody whose literal job is to help you get what you want in life, that's me, then I would suggest you head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. As I've mentioned previously, I have been persuaded (laughs) to start up a September cohort for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. It's going to be really quite intimate, a small group of ladies, and we've already had some signups. So if you're interested in joining and you want to talk to me about that, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate and book your call. I would invite you to do that so that you and I can have a chat and see if it is the best fit for you. And if you think that it is, then the next step is paying a deposit to secure your space. And if you're not an limitless money student, you immediately get access to that for free. Oh yes, oh yay. And that is just gonna blow your socks off. And if you are a limitless money student, then you get the value of that off your first month in inside the mastermind. Everyone's a winner. (laughs) So if that sounds good, corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Okay, the scale of belief. Let's do it. Before we get into the actual tool and how to use it, quick recap. Why is belief so important? If you're new around here, I'll let you off asking that question. If you've been around here for a while, you should know. (laughs) Belief is so important because of really the way that the world works, the way that the universe works, and the way that we manifest anything, whether we're doing it with intention and knowing that we're doing it or not. It works the same. And it is this. There is a flow of things. There is an order that things flow in. It starts with our belief system and from there creates feelings within us. And those two things combine to create our energy. And then our energy is channeled forward into actions that feel aligned. That's what aligned actions mean. They come with that energy that's in alignment with the thing that you desire. And then we get outcomes. Where we've gone wrong in the past is we've been taught and conditioned to believe that if we want a new result, a new experience, or a different outcome for ourselves, that we just focus on the actions. But that's too far down the flow, and it's likely to yield just the same results because you're bringing the same energy, the same belief system to it. Whatever you believe is essentially what you get. If you don't believe you can do a thing, you can't do the thing. Simple as that. (laughs) If you believe you can, then you will. So this is why belief is so important and why we need a tool to be able to kind of measure it. And so this tool is really useful because it gives you something to check in with so that you can see where you're at and see if you've got room to elevate your energy. When you elevate your energy by elevating your belief, what happens is you are more in alignment with the thing that you would desire. The more in alignment you are, the more of a match you are for it, and the easier and more quickly the thing that you desire can come to you. This is how the law of attraction works. So what I'd like you to do as we go into this episode is to bring to mind a goal or something that you're working towards, something that you would like to manifest. And then you can check in with that as I describe the scale of belief. And then going forward, you can do the same thing. You can come back to this episode anytime. You could doodle out the scale if you wanted to and keep it somewhere on a post-it. It's just a really useful thing to have to check in with. So think of the scale a bit like a temperature gauge on an oven. So the higher that you go on the scale, the higher the temperature goes, the warmer the oven gets, right? And then the faster the thing on the inside cooks. So the higher you get on the belief scale, the sooner and often more easily your manifestation will pop into reality. It will be cooked and done. Ping! (laughs) So 
We're going to start at the bottom of the scale. Now, the scale to me looks like a pyramid. I don't know why my brain works in pyramids. If you've ever listened to my masterclass on the scale of energy, I would highly recommend. It was recorded quite a long time ago, but I still use the scale of energy all the time in my teachings and in my work. And you've probably heard me reference it before if this isn't your first episode. But if you haven't listened to that, you can go after this if you want to and Google Limitless Mother Scale of Energy Masterclass and it's a free episode and a deep dive on that. So this scale also is a triangle in my mind's eye and on my whiteboard, which is where this became birthed. Um, so we're starting at the bottom of the, the pyramid and that is the lowest point, the kind of like lowest level of energy on this scale of belief. So at the very bottom, we have an absence of belief, just completely devoid of belief. So this feels like you don't even know that the thing, whatever is the thing that we might be talking about manifesting, you don't even know that it's in the realm of possibility. It hasn't even crossed your mind. It's not a consideration. It's not on your radar. It's not part of your consciousness. So your goal, the thing that I asked you to tune into and use in this scale won't be here because <laughs> it can't be by the very nature of it. If it's a goal, it's already above this bottom level of the scale. But the thing that's interesting about this bottom level is that it speaks to our level of consciousness. As we move up and expand our levels of consciousness, we bring more and more things into the realm of possibility for us. So for example, Back in my corporate days, I didn't know that it was possible to be making the kind of money that I'm making and working the few hours that I'm working and loving my life so much. It just was not on my radar. Didn't enter into my field of consciousness. So it wasn't a possibility. So it wasn't something that I was considering. So this is the complete absence of belief. And now I have expanded my consciousness first to understand that it's a possibility before I was able to actually manifest it. So we need to be moving up through the scale. But it's just an interesting one to think about because it's worth exposing ourselves sometimes to new things, new sources of information, new people, diverse experiences, because that expands our consciousness and we can actually see more at this new level that might not have been revealed to us before. So that's the bottom of the scale here is a complete absence of belief doesn't exist to you. <laughs> okay, the next level up. So one rung up on this pyramid is disbelief. So quite often this feels like it being possible for other people, not for me. It must be nice for them is how this kind of sounds. And really here, there's a complete lack of empowerment. And sometimes this is where we can tend towards victim sort of mentality. So I described that I very much lived <laughs> in this level of disbelief. I did not believe it was possible for me back then in those days when I was miserable in corporate. I did not believe that it was possible for me to have more money if I was talking about money. So there wasn't a complete absence of belief that making more money was possible, but I had a couple of friends I'm thinking of in particular who were making quite a lot more money and I just felt like, oh, it's so unfair. It's so easy for them and so hard for me. So impossible for me. That's what this level looks like. It's not cute. Disbelief, okay? The next level up from that is possible. So possibility. So you can accept at this level that logically it's possible. You're like, yeah, I can see how it is generally in the realm of possibility, you know, that it's something that people do and I could possibly do it. You might not be sure how likely it is, but you can 
logically accept at this level that it's possible. Now, this is often when we start kind of like looking at something a little bit more seriously and being like, well, actually, it is possible and it might be possible for me. So that's when it kind of like, if it's something that's meant for us, this is when it sort of starts to grow roots a little bit, starts to kind of take hold. But it's still not sufficient enough belief for us to actually bring it into our reality and keep it in our reality. So this is kind of an interesting one because it doesn't mean that you could never manifest that thing. That If you think it's possible, possible for you, but you're not sure how likely it is, you don't really have like full belief there. Your belief isn't fully intact. And there's some, some doubt in there. And the thing is, is, you could sometimes have something pop in to your reality that is at this level, but the likelihood of you keeping it and or enjoying it are slim to none because you're not really in alignment with it. So you see this with people who play the lottery, for example, who believe that it's possible that they could win, but they haven't actually aligned their belief system with all of the, I mean, it's it's quite complex, something like the lottery, because it brings up all of the money mindset stuff. But if they haven't aligned all of their belief system with believing that it's okay to have and receive that money, it's okay to believe that they can be rich and it's okay and safe to be rich, then what happens is, is they just fritter it all away. You hear this all the time. I find like lottery win scenarios and, and statistics just fascinating because it just speaks to money mindset so much and shows how, how ingrained patterns are if we're not looking at them and actively working at them. Because more often than not, people who win the lottery haven't done money mindset work. And so they end up back at square one in their old financial situation. It's not a coincidence, right? And it's in some ways not their fault if they haven't, you know, heard of the work, been told to do the work or not been told to, you must do this. <laughs> that, would, that wouldn't work. But and it's not in their sort of realm of consciousness that you can do the work to actually be a match for it and keep it. So anyway, so it is possible still not quite there in terms of like really working your with your energy to bring something into reality with ease and speed and to be able to keep it and maintain it. The next level up above possible is hopeful. So this one, a little bit better, becoming a little bit more positive. So you're allowing yourself to desire the thing a bit more. You're not just saying, well, you know, yeah, it's possible. You're kind of like saying, yeah, actually, I hope this does happen. So you've expanded to hold the possibility. But what's still lacking here a little bit or where there's an opportunity here is to increase your own sense of agency and power to bring it into reality. It doesn't mean necessarily actioning it. Could be energetic ability, magnetism, for example. So don't misunderstand me there. But here, hopeful is quite good, but we can get better. And hopeful, while it sounds good because it sounds positive, and it is more positive than lower rungs on this ladder or pyramid. Keep with the same visual, Corey. Keep with it. <laughs> Although it sounds positive, like I said, it does. it's not firmly planted in your own power. And it feels like, oh, I might get lucky here. Or it might happen to me. Or I'm, you know, somebody might do it for me almost. Or I might stumble across it. It, it doesn't actually have you as a driving force within it in terms of your belief. This is making sense. So that level is hopeful. Now, I like to check in with clients because most of my clients come to me and they're aware enough of belief to have done some belief work. But I'll often check in and say, like, where do you feel like you're at? And we'll go through this scale. And if they're hopeful, then we look at, you know, how can we get you feeling more empowered around this thing? And how we do is we actually start moving up this scale. So 
hope speaks to it being possible, but it does still sound like it's outside of you and nothing actually is. It's all within you, my love. Now I'm singing in my head that Whitney Houston song, I'm Every Woman, It's All In Me. Okay. (laughs) So the next level up above hopeful or hopefulness is belief like actual belief, like I believe I can. You even hear in that, as I say, I believe I can. There is more ownership. There is more power. There's more of a resonance there, isn't there? It's convincing. Whereas I'm like, I think I can. That would be hopeful. Whereas I really believe I can. That is so much more rooted in your own power, your own sense of agency, and your belief in yourself. You don't have to, this is something to look at here, you don't have to believe you can do a thing or have a thing because you've done it before. Because if it's the first time you're trying to do something, you're not going to have that proof. And that's where our brain tries to trip us up. Well, well, I'll believe I can do the thing when I've created the proof and I've done the thing. Eh, That's going to be a loop that never ends, (laughs) right? But you can believe based on your knowledge of yourself. So if you say, I believe I can because I know that I'm tenacious or I know that I'm good at sticking with something or I know that I've set my mind to something and achieved it before or I did that other hard thing over there that was stretchy, but I did it and I was really proud of myself for doing it. So looking at what you can draw upon in your knowledge of yourself gives you that power here if you're looking to kind of create it and lock it in. But belief is really great. We're getting very high here on the scale of belief because it's belief. Now, you might think that belief then should be at the top of the scale of belief. Surely, surely belief is the pinnacle of the scale of belief. Not so, my friend. (laughs) So I feel like there are two options, two energies at the top of the scale of belief that are actually ultimately higher than just believing. Believing is great and it can get you pretty far, but there are two things at the top here and you can either, you know, tune into and embody one or the other or a blend of the two and it really is going to depend on the circumstances a little bit of and the nuance around what it is that you're trying to manifest. But there are two energies at the top that are even more resonant with what you want, that are an even higher frequency. And what that means is that you can manifest from those energies with even more ease and speed, which is what we're here for, right? So the two options at the top are knowing and deciding. Just even listen to the energy of that, like knowing. I know I'm having it, doing it, being it, whatever is applicable there. I have decided that I am going to be, do, or have that thing. So powerful, isn't it? Doesn't it just sort of absolutely radiate that kind of like powerful energy that you can almost hear it? I know it, or I've decided. So powerful. So like I said, you can blend the two together you can lean more into one than the other. And this becomes really useful, particularly deciding. So this is something that I work on with clients quite often when they are doing something new, because guess what? In business, the next level, there's always something new. (laughs) Don't ever think that you're going to get to some level in business and arrive. Nope. (laughs) It's not the point. The next level will require something from you or require you to figure something out or master something, whether that's energetically or an actual skill. It will require something of you that is new because it is a new level. It's how it works, right? 
And your brain, in all likelihood, because it's new, will feel like, oh, I don't want to do that. New is unknown. Run back to the comfort zone of the known because our brain is designed to keep us safe. So clever brain trying to keep us safe, but yeah, a little bit misguided in most of these <laughs> situations. It will try to keep you safe. And so it will give you some reasons to retreat, to not do the thing that may be stretchy, maybe a bold move. We've talked about some of these things before to get to that next level. And it'll say, yeah, but you haven't done that before. How can you believe you can do that next level? You haven't done it before. And that's so sneaky because it's really, it's really compelling. We can fall easily into that trap of going, oh, well, yeah, yeah, I don't know that I can actually believe that that thing's possible because I haven't done it. So how can I believe it? But it's actually quite funny, isn't it? Because of course you can't have the evidence until you've done it. So that would mean that you could never do anything new ever again, which is just ridiculous. But it can become a really tempting line of thought, particularly if it's happening subconsciously and we're not actively doing some mindset work to look at kind of like what's holding us back, what might get in our way. So if you find that there, if you uncover, oh... (laughs) Here's, here's a belief here that's not serving me. The belief is that because I haven't done it before, I can't believe in my ability to do it. Then you can use the power of deciding. Deciding is so powerful because it's not saying that you have to just blindly hold on to faith and hope and just like, oh, I'm just going to positive think my way to it. Instead, you get to say, I have decided I show up for this until... I get my desired outcome. That is a completely different thing and that is much easier for our brains to get on board with because there is no evidence required. I have just decided I'm just going to show up until. That is so powerful. This is what I did without being kind of fully consciously aware of this. I obviously didn't know as much as I know now about belief and manifestation. I definitely didn't have the scale of belief to work with. But when I started my business, I did not have evidence that I could have a successful business because I had never had a successful business before. And I looked around and I realized that I could very quickly sabotage any chance that I might have of success by doubting whether it was possible. And I was going to waste a lot of time trying to decide whether it was possible or not for me and whether I believed that I could actually pull this off and actually do it. And I thought, no, I'm just going to decide then I'm just showing up until I do it. I'm not going to worry about exactly how, because guess what? Again, if it's something new, and we talked about detachment, letting go of the how in a previous episode. If it's something new, we're not going to know exactly how we get there. We can know the next step. We can have a general idea of a plan, but it might not end up being the way. We won't know how to do that new thing until we've done it and we look back and we go, oh, that was how. (laughs) And that's something we need to kind of remind ourselves of frequently when we're doing something new and we're going to that next level. And so sometimes if we're trying to kind of manufacture belief, it can feel kind of like hard work, like, oh, I believed it for a bit and it's, oh God, it's slipping again. Oh, I believed it for a bit and oh God, it's slipping again. Because you don't have the evidence yet. And especially if that narrative, that fear-based narrative is very strong, then having this energy to go to is so much more powerful, overrides all of that. Deciding, I don't care how, I don't care that I don't have proof because I have just decided I am going to show up until. 
I will just show up until. Now you could show up until whatever you want to complete that sentence with. I will show up until I am enjoying this state of health and well-being that I've decided shall be mine. I'm going to show up until I am fully booked. I'm going to show up until I have finally created balance for myself and I actually get the time freedom that I've been so desiring. I'm going to show up until, you know, complete the phrase, whatever you want there. Really, really powerful energy. And can you see how that gives you so much more agency over the thing and is so much more vibrationally resonant with where you're going than just believing? So it's actually more powerful. It's why it's at the top. Now, knowing comes from, sometimes we can just lock in and it's a really beautiful thing. Just like, I just know. Just know. I just know it shall be mine. And sometimes we can work those two things together. So I feel this way about what I'm creating with my next level dream life, right? With going on the road for a year, traveling, stretchy as hell. It is. We're right in the middle right now. We've got like, you know, matter of weeks before we wind down life here and set off. So much to do. <laughs> it's quite, quite stretchy. And I just know that we'll make it happen. I just know we'll have a great time. And I also know that we'll set up our dream life in Ireland at some point during or after that year. I just have that knowing. And also I've decided. So I've, I've worked on the two there, but there's nothing in me that doesn't know it. And knowing is different than believing because knowing is just that kind of, it's just that sort of, it's more of a calm energy rather than I'm believing, I'm believing, I'm believing. And there's nothing wrong with believing. Sometimes we can't get to knowing or deciding and that's okay. But, you know, knowing is just a kind of a lean back energy that lets it come to you. And so that's why those two at the top can work quite well together because knowing and deciding, depending on how you play them, one can be more feminine, one can be more masculine. You can have that beautiful blend of the two, but really powerful energies. So quick recap of the scale from the bottom up. At the bottom, absence of belief, not even on your radar. Next up, disbelief. So possible for others, not for me. Next level up, possible. Logically, I can see that it's possible. Not sure how, not sure if it's likely, but yeah, possible. Next level up, hopeful. So yeah, I'm allowing myself to desire it, but I think that it's outside of me and my power and my control a little bit. Next level up, belief. I believe I can. So there's more ownership there, more power, more resonance. And at the top, knowing and deciding. Super powerful, super magnetic to the things that you want. Now, what do you do now you know this scale of belief? Now you know you can apply it to anything that you want to manifest. And what it gives you is that gauge of, like I said, like the oven. How quickly is your manifestation going to cook and how efficiently depends on how far up this scale of belief that you go. Now, if you find yourself towards the bottom of the scale or even middle around something, don't make yourself wrong. That's never why we're here. But it gives you an opportunity to look at it and say, oh, okay, I know what I need to do then. I need to work on my belief. I don't need to go and do that course on that strategy or watch that webinar on that new tactic or <laughs> figure out chat GTP. I don't know, that's the newest thing. Or finally, master the IG algorithm as if anyone can. Um, <laughs> you know, it helps us to not succumb to the shiny object syndrome, not succumb to getting into the weeds of the action and trying to change the action to change the outcome. It gives us a place to go with the belief work because the belief work, like we said at the top, 
of the show is at the top of the flow and therefore it's the most effective place to put any time and attention. So if you focus on your belief and you're like, okay, so I want to manifest this thing. I've identified that I'm actually at the hopeful level. Cool. So I have an opportunity to take it up a notch at least to belief. So the difference between the two there, I know because I've heard about this scale, is actually I need to be more of my power. How can I start to feel my power around this thing more? What can I do to feel empowerment around this? What can I do to feel more ownership of this and more of a sense of it's possible for me and through me, not just kind of bestowed upon me? So that's just one example, but it's essentially gauging where you are on the scale and then looking at, do I have an opportunity to move up here and identifying where you can work on your beliefs in order to upgrade them so that they are more in alignment with belief and or knowing and or deciding. So really, really useful thing. And anytime a manifestation is feeling difficult or hard or like it's taking forever, go back to the scale of belief and see, do I have some opportunity here to increase my belief and to become more in alignment with the thing that I want to desire? So I use this in my work all the time, like I said, with clients. So client can come to me wanting anything. (laughs) So being fully booked, signing a big paid corporate gig, public speaking on stage, writing a book. These are just some of the things my clients are doing right now, (laughs) just to name a few. Or it could be more balance, having Fridays off, working three days a week, taking all of August off. These are also things that my clients do and are doing. And I'll often talk with them about, you know, well, why is this important to you? Because we need a compelling why. But then we'll look at, and now where are you, first of all, as we're setting out on this path for this particular thing, where are you on the scale of belief? Because we will need to do the belief work and everything else becomes so much easier after that. When a client works with me on their belief, the practical actions become just kind of secondary to it and become so easeful. They're like, ah, actually that I just decided and I got my belief in alignment. And then I kind of had this nudge or this feeling that I should do this thing. And ah, look, I got what I wanted. (laughs) Just that easy. And I just love seeing this again and again. So this is kind of how I use it in my work. And that's how belief works, you know, I think best in in coaching is being able to, you know, the point, one of my purposes is being able to help reflect someone's belief back to them. So for example, we were on a, what was it? It was on a group call last week and one of my clients said something and everyone else in the group went, "Mm, we didn't believe that. (laughs) And it wasn't that we didn't believe it for her. It's just that what she was saying, she wasn't saying it in a convincing way. So we didn't believe in her belief. We can believe it for her. Absolutely. But it's really useful to have someone mirror that back to you to go, "Mm, I didn't actually buy that. I think there's some work to do there. It didn't sound like exciting and like, oh my goodness, this is so exhilarating. This is going to be amazing. It's like, well, I kind of think I'm going to do this, (laughs) you know? This is how it's useful in, in the work that I do. Now, how can you start using this? Like I said, Use it today. Think of something that you're working on manifesting or that you would like to manifest. Check in with the scale. Where are you on the scale? Notice, observe, don't make it wrong. And then ask yourself, okay, what can I be doing to upgrade my belief system, the things that I am typically thinking about this, to be more in alignment with what is the next level on the scale? And as you do that, you'll start to become practiced at this. And the more you do it, the more you work with the scale, the easier it becomes. Like I can just check in in a moment and be like, oh, 
I'm here on the scale. Well, okay, I need to upgrade. And sometimes I'll take it to my coach, you know? So this is the point is sometimes it's hard to coach ourselves because we can't see our own shit, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) So sometimes I'll be like to my coach, Lacey, Lacey, I really want to believe this thing, but I'm finding it hard because of this. Can you help me out? And we'll do that work. We'll unpack it together. But this is a scale that can be used all the time. And it's great because it takes away so much of the mystery of manifestation that's not fun. There's a lot of mystery around manifestation that is fun. And then there's some bits where you're like, but I don't understand why this hasn't happened. (laughs) I don't understand why it's not happening for me yet. You don't have to wonder anymore. Check in with the scale. The scale will give you the answer. Oh, it hasn't happened yet because I'm in hopeful and I need to get up out of that. For example, oh, it hasn't happened for me yet because I'm actually only in the it's okay, logically possible. Cool. I know what I need to do. I need to upgrade my beliefs. I don't need to be a different person. I don't need to be more organized, more productive, more efficient, more qualified. None of the shit that our brains tell us, right? I don't need a better strategy. I need to work on my belief. That's it. And everything else will flow from there. So, I'm feeling like actually doing a deep dive on deciding coming up because I think it is such a juicy energy. So I might do a full episode on that. If you want me to, let me know. Send me a DM over on Instagram. I always enjoy and welcome feedback from the show. So whether it's letting me know about, yes, please do an episode on deciding because I really want to use that energy more and more then I will do it for you. But also, if you like, actually, you talked about this the other day and I've got this question or I would really love to hear more about this, shoot me a message over on Instagram specifically, never Facebook. You will not hear back from me. Just putting that out there (laughs) because I don't hang out. I'm probably going to be migrating a little bit away from Facebook soon. So send me a DM on Instagram or you can always shoot an email to the team, team at corriejavid.com. They will forward it to me. I would just love to hear from you as always. And like I said, if you want to get in on one of those few seats that we have for September, for a September cohort of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, it is the place to be if you would love to have some biz besties who get it, get what it's like to be a mother and a business owner who are all working towards the common goals of loving life more, living life more, having more time freedom, and yes, making lots more money and having fun while we do it. It's the point life and business should be fun. And if you'd love to have someone like me as your coach in your corner, helping you to, you know, get up that belief scale and helping you just manifest the shit out of your dreams because (laughs) that's what I do. That's my superpower. Then I would love to invite you to book a call with me. So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate and you can click on one of the green buttons, book in a time that works for you and we can chat soon. And don't forget, my love, you get to believe, you get to know, you get to decide. Do you know why? Because you're limitless. Bye for now. Have you been enjoying today's show, my love? Then help your business bestie out. Head over to iTunes now and leave a review. The team and I pour our best energy into bringing you this show each week. And so it would make us so happy to see your review. Plus, we're known to surprise and delight our reviewers. So if you take a screenshot of your review before you hit submit and send it to team at I can guarantee a little treat will be winging its way to you.